everyone. This is the third episode of The Highest Bid. How are you going, Matt? I'm going fantastic. Thank you, Sophie. <laughs> really excited that we're here in the yeah here again for the third episode. What do you got for us today? We're going to talk about open homes, little tips and tricks for some buyers. Um, how about you take it away? All right, all right. Well, I reckon I'm going to start, Sophie, with talking about the sun. So you get to the property, you're wanting to know. That's a really common question that we yeah, get. Sure. Where is the sun? Am I going to be able to have a nice coffee and and toast out on you know out on the balcony and get the sun hitting me first thing in the morning, or am I the type of person that maybe likes to uh, entertain, uh, be with friends and family out on the the back deck and uh, and take in that late evening sun? So it's really important. So I think when you go into an open home, just c- kind of walk around, get a good feel for the house, work out which rooms will be sunny in the morning, which ones in the afternoon. And just remember, you can change everything about the property, except where it is and how much sun is available in that particular spot. That's so, so true. And I think as well, being quite conscious of what time the open home is as well. Like if you're going to a 10am open home, look around and see how the property is at 10am. Yeah, and and go there at a certain time of day, go there later in the day, uh, even get a private viewing later in the day uh, if you'd looked at an open home earlier in the morning the week before, just to see where the sun is. And a good agent will generally have a, a compass or one of those sun apps to show you where the sun is to, to help. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to have a chat about is uh, when you're at an open home, just having a look around to see if there's any opportunities to improve the property because sometimes we can be quick to write off a home without you know, giving, um, giving due consideration to whether it can be altered or, or suit our needs. Things like, are there trees that could be trimmed to improve the sun? Mm. Is there an interior wall that could be removed to create more space? Could a skylight be added in a, a dark room? So all of those things. So Sophie, um, do you want to have a chat about a few points as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think clutter and, you know, dark colours and stuff like that is, is sometimes really hard for the buyer to get their head around. And I think the real key thing to remember is if it, t- if it, if it ticks the rest of your boxes, then, you know, how hard is it to paint a wall? Or how hard is it to have minimal furniture it's hard for me Sophie I've got no idea how to paint (laughs) I'd be getting a tradesman in to do that personally (laughs) I could just say it but yeah like those things I think really can transform a home and they aren't they don't always have to be the most expensive expensive things but they definitely can can help and I think it's just key to remember that that is an option next thing I think especially if you're seeing a lot of open homes in one day is taking notes because, you know, you might go through an open home at 10am in the morning and then by the time it's 3pm 3, 3 and you've already been through about six properties, you won't remember what the first one was like and you won't remember what you liked or what you didn't like about it. And yes, you can go back to your, you know, your reference photos on the ads, but it is sometimes hard to remember that flow and, and um, what you liked and didn't like. Another thing I think is, could you live there? I think it's really important to, you know, do a couple drive-bys of the property at different times in the day get a feel for the neighborhood and if it's a neighborhood that you want to live in yeah for sure and you know I think it comes back as well to to the things that you know you might potentially not like about a property but is it is it something you could get past or something you could change in time because I mean I know especially for first home buyers um, you know I feel like there's quite a few that get quite caught up on the interiors and the fact that it's not perfect now. But I think the key thing to remember is it is your first home and it may not be your forever home. And, you know, things are always changeable as well. 
Yes, Sophie, I'll touch on, I guess, some questions that you shouldn't really focus on, uh, ones that you can you can answer at a later point. So we find often, often buyers end up having long conversations at open homes about price, uh, you know, potentially wasting valuable time. They could have been using more, actually learning more about the property rather than the price itself. You can always discuss price expectations later, uh, either over the phone or with your salesperson or even a second visit, Sophie, if, if you're getting down mm. to that, that stage. Uh, your first viewing, though, should be all about the property, I think, and just determining whether or not you could live there or not and, and focusing on price at a later point. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to touch on is um, evaluating the salesperson and, and the whole experience of being in an open home. Yeah. You know, just... Um, Getting a good read on the salesperson, you know, are they courteous? Are they interested without being overbearing? Are they helpful? Is there good information available from them? Would you be comfortable hiring them to, if you were going to look at selling your own property? Would you recommend them to others? I think mm. they're all good things to consider yeah, at an absolutely. open home. Yeah, for sure. And what do you want to finish off on? Probably the last second? thing as well, and I think some people don't think about this when they go to look at properties is what comes first, the chicken or the egg. Um, chicken or the egg? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So we say in a mind. There you go. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? Because, you know... Um, I'll add that to my list of Sophieisms. Yeah, he's actually got a, a pretty long list at this rate. Um, but yeah, I think it's quite important to, you know, get your ducks in a row. And, you know, if you are subject to sale and you're looking at a property, you know, you might walk in and decide that it is the perfect property for you. And if you don't have, you know, any idea of what your property's worth or you aren't on the market, then these things can really impact you when you go to buy. Because I don't know about you, Matt, but if you were looking at an offer on your property and there was one person that was subject to sale and they hadn't listed their property or there was one person that was subject to sale and they'd been on the market for a couple of weeks and their campaign was going good and they offered, you know, in and around the same sort of amount, what, who would you be going with? It's not really a question, is it, Sophie? I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be going with the one who's organised and got the property on the market, really. Yeah, for sure, because you know that they're committed, and as a as a seller, that's really important for you to to evaluate those those things. So I think that's just sure. quite an important um, point to touch on, because some people don't think of that, and um, it could be the difference between you owning the home that you really really like and didn't you know didn't see it coming on the market, and boom, it's there and you want to be ready and you want to have, give yourself the best opportunity to purchase that property. Love it, Sophie. Great advice. <laughs> so I think that's probably it for today. Yeah. Hope we hope. Yeah, oh. hope you've... <laughs> <laughs> we hope you guys found that helpful. Um, and we will see you back for episode four. Look forward to it. Over and out. See ya.